Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box, and ultimately, just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. So today on Why I Am Voting, I am joined by Jason Petty, also known as Propaganda. He is an artist, rapper, and a poet. And he and his wife, Dr. Alma Zaragoza Petty, also host a podcast called the Red Couch Podcast. So this is a man doing a lot of creative work. But today, what I want to ask you about first, just to get started, is if you recall the time in your life when you realized that you were going to be a participant in the democratic process and that voting was a responsibility that you would have in your future. Yeah. What's up? You know? Yeah, I totally remember the exact moment. My father was a Black Panther. So both my parents were heavily involved in justice work, but very specifically my father. So knowing you know, the history of our family, the things we've done together, you know, when coming up on 21 was like something that was like, okay, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Your turn. You know what I mean? Uh, You're carrying the torch. So I remember as a teen being like, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. It's coming. Let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So did you register right away when you turned 18 and it was legal? Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. 18. I said 21. I'm sorry. Yeah. 18. Other important things happen at 21. Yeah. It was like part of our birthday celebration was like, all right, here we go. You officially can do it. You know, I love that as a family tradition. That's amazing. Yeah. And obviously you grew up in a very politically aware family, so it's not surprising. Yeah. Do you remember your first election that you participated in? You know what? My first one was a local election. Nice. Yeah, it was a local election. And I remember being like dumbfounded in the sense that like I was like, man, I don't know who any of these people are. Like I just <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. I don't know what any of this is. And at the time I was like, OK, just fine so bad but just like what where are the like ethnic last names right you know what i'm saying so i'm like okay who's this sounds asian this sounds latino i'm gonna vote for this you know what i'm saying just like the thought didn't cross my mind that i was like yo i don't know any of these right people you know so that was that was my first thought and i was like oh crap like i better and then i tried to tell myself like ah it doesn't matter you know it's i mean who cares who the like local district assemblyman is like, oh, you know, such an 18 year old answer. Right. And now I get it. But at the time I was like, yeah, as you get older, you realize that that, you know, your local county commissioner then has input on things that are directly involved in your community. Directly. Yes. (laughs) I presume that you probably still now that you are older and wiser participate in those those more local yeah. elections not just the big four year events oh my gosh absolutely i almost put more emphasis on those than i do on the bigger ones what is your research process like because you kind of point out the big problem right the big yeah. elections have tons of advertising and they're covered yeah. by the press really really robustly but local elections don't get that much attention and it's harder to figure totally. people out what do you do to do it it's a lot of work man like now luckily with california they have like there's a few websites that are super like user friendly like some of the point counterpoints for some of our propositions and stuff like that they set it up to look like a texting thread mm-hmm. so it's like 
It's a super cool. I forget the name of the website, but we started like me and my wife doing that together. And then after a while, some of the like the younger people that were just kind of in our life, uh, we started inviting them over, having a glass of wine, you know, or a couple bottles of wine and just (laughs) going through proposition by proposition. And then like from our phones, like mirroring it on our TV and then like pulling up each person's website. Like it took a couple of hours, but we're, you know, we're eating like you know, chips and salsa, you know, we're having like, you know, cocktails. It's like a party, but we're going through and discussing everybody's stuff, you know. I hope everybody takes this as a tip to have like political study group forever. It turned out when we first did it, we were like, this is so fun. And it was only like, it was like three or four of us, you know, me and my wife, a couple of our friends. And one of the young ladies was like, I have never done this. I never even knew this stuff exists. We need to do this every time. And she was just like, I learned so much today. I love this idea so much. Yeah. I wonder how you feel about elections where the outcome is kind of a foregone conclusion. Like if somebody feels like, oh, this election's a lock. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on the importance of still going out and voting just the same? Well, it's not a lock. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's how democracy fails. You know, that's how a system fails is... Everyone assuming somebody else, you know, so like in my mind, it's like even if it is, this is your right, this is your privilege and you never know, you know, you think about like middle school or ninth grade, this kid that you just like so much, but you're like, they're so beautiful, like somebody's dating them already. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, don't even ask, just it's not even worth it. Like there's some kid with a freakish amount of confidence you know, and that may not even be self-aware that just walked up to like the prettiest person they know and was just like, hey, you want to go out? And no one ever asked. So they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you're just like, see, you never know. Presumptive outcomes are not real outcomes. Yes, they're not real outcomes. And that's and if you know, like I know you do, because just now it clicked. I just recognized your voice. <laughs> and like I was like, wait a minute. This is one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, my God. You know, history well, I'm not telling you no news, but like history rarely spins on one factor right? or even on an assumption of an outcome. It never is it like that, you know? <laughs> no, there are always so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. Voting is clearly such an important part of your life. And the democratic process yeah. is something you are so tuned into that I wonder if you and maybe you and your wife together, since you both participate in, it sounds like, uh, you know, kind of a communal experience in terms of this. Do you have any rituals yeah. around voting day? There's no real rituals around it because I toured I, well, uh, before this, you know, I toured so much. So uh, most of my votes were like absentee ballots or I like mailed in. So voting day is also is usually like something where we just kind of look at each other and kind of like hash it out. You know, what did you vote for? What did you vote for? Like we finally tell each other what what we voted for. Well, maybe there is that on election day. Like that's when we'll actually like tell each other. Now on the big ones, we definitely have like the 24 hour news cycle, like on the television. You know what I mean? So we're just like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh, this, hey, did you know about this? Dude, I'm telling you, that fool, nah, that dude racist. You know what I'm saying? And just like, we're just going back and forth, <laughs> you know, over each other's notes and stuff. But like, generally on the election day, we've already voted. We're just watching the outcomes. So last question, if there is someone out there who is not using their right to vote and you can only tell them one thing to 
get their butt to the poll or get them to mail in that ballot, what would you tell them? Yeah, it's it's hard. I um because I understand the disillusionment. I understand the feeling that it's not doing anything. I think if I could go into a an anecdote maybe. So like I was in college and the college I was in and the school I was in was far from the county that I registered to vote in. You know, so I was vis- I was staying with my dad at the time. My parents were split. I was staying, I was, I was over my dad's house to study for some tests or whatever, right? And my father goes, yo, election day, you're gonna go vote? And my response was, ah, it's like an hour drive to get out there. I got a test tomorrow. Like, I don't know, man. It's gonna be like a two hour trip, dude. And I'm like, I don't know if I got the gas. Like just all these like, re- all these good college kid right. reasons, right? And the disappointment in his face of just looking at me like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, he didn't yell at me. He didn't scold me. It's just the disappointment in being like, boy, do you know what we went through? You know? And like, it's it's almost like it's a movie because like over his shoulder, I saw the framed picture of my grandmother, of his mom. You know what I'm saying? And, and her siblings. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's, there's my grandma. There's my dad, you know, with fire hydrants and wild dogs released on him. And I'm telling him I can't sit in traffic. All right. I guess I'll go. You know, and it just that like just that emotional tie of being like taking for granted things that were so. And I'm sitting here as like an Afro, you know, intercultural studies major where I'm like looking at the history of oppression You know, in my textbook, I'm, it's, a, it's a history class I'm, like, about to take a test for. And I have a chance, and my own father's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you got to sit in traffic. All right. It just kind of walks away from me, and I'm like, yeah, I better go. I better go do it. So, like, I guess at the end of the day, my answer would be, like, you don't know what you have till it's gone, man. And, like, don't think it can't be gone, you know. So appreciate what you have, even if it in your mind, it doesn't do anything. The fact that you're participating is a statement, you know? I love it. Jason, you are an absolute delight. Oh my gosh. Don't tell me that because I'm fanning already. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for sharing your incredible passion and your insight. Mm-hmm. I am 100% stealing that whole study group idea. Oh, do it. <laughs> and hopefully all of this amazing passion that you have shared with us will get somebody off their butt in their car into traffic please. to go do their civic duty please please go do it please where can people find you if they want to hunt down your cool music all right all right uh everything is prop hip-hop for me so that's the website the instagram just prop hip-hop.com that's my at mentions uh there's a ton of coffee there too because that. I adore coffee. Don't think I didn't watch that pour over video. Like, I know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> she knows the origami. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there's everything is at prophiphop.com. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows. 